Welcome to the Audacious Black Girl Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda. This podcast seeks to inspire and empower Black women to live in their own audacity. We'll feature guests who are living audaciously and authentically themselves, and we'll have conversations that focus on topics that impact our own audacity. We'll also talk about the importance of doing that inner work so we can continue to show up and show out. We are trendsetters. We are leaders. We are our ancestors' wildest dreams come true. I honor you, and I thank you for tuning in. Let's get into this episode. Hey everyone, it's Amanda. Welcome to the Audacious Black Girl Podcast. So this episode is for the overdoer, the overachiever, the over everything. This is for the woman that is taking on so many roles, doing all the things, all of the time, and you need to figure out how to downscale all of that and shift your mindset from doing the most to living with more intention so that you can focus on what truly matters to you. I'm talking to you. The new year is right around the corner and we need to let that ish go. So this episode is going to be about undoing. It's going to be about shifting your mindset from doing the most to living with more intention. Now I want to back up and give you the story of how this came to be or how I came up with this term, the undoing. So a few months ago, here in 2021, I was exhausted. I was overwhelmed. I was doing everything. You know, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. I'm a therapist. Most importantly, I'm Amanda, of course. But all these roles and activities and tasks that go along with just life, I just felt this extreme overwhelm and just desperation to just stop, to just put everything on pause. In reality, you can't, right? Like you got responsibilities, you got things to do. So in my desperation and overwhelm, I literally went to my desk, grabbed pen and paper, and a thought came to me, okay, Amanda, since you're doing the most, you need to start undoing the most. So that's where the term undoing came from. And I'm going to talk to you a little bit in the end about something I'm offering you that's free to help you with your own undoing. So I think you'll love it. And I'm looking forward to chatting about it. Anyway, (laughs) so as I was sitting there at my desk, trying to undo so many things and figure out what I had going on and prioritizing what I have had going on and figuring out what I can let go and release, I realized a few things came into play into why I was doing the most. And you can probably relate because these are things that with my Black women clients I talk to you about often. Um, So I thought it would be helpful to share because guess what? I go through the same thing. So I realized that I went through a period of saying yes. I went through a season of saying yes to so many things I was saying yes to almost everything that came across my my plate, to be honest with you, to the point where my plate was overrun, overrun. It was so much that I couldn't even manage that I felt overwhelmed. And the other part 
of me and maybe some of you too is that when I say yes to something, I follow through. I definitely follow through. But it shouldn't be to the point where you're exhausted and have nothing left to give to the things that you truly, truly care about. But even once again, as I was reflecting and getting deeper, I started thinking about my ego. I started thinking about how much my ego was coming into play. So let's chat about the ego. Let's chat about that because there is something that a lot of people don't really mention when it comes to the ego, and I'll get into that. So what is the ego? The ego is essentially your sense of self, right? Your self-esteem, how important you feel, right? All that operates from the ego. This is a part of you that's in contact with the outside world, with relationships, with your environments, and you're constantly trying to just adjust and figure out how to operate in that. Therefore, because that part of you is always out there and, and in touch and connected to everything outside of you, it's going to constantly get tested, right? So I want to pause here and mention something. Like I said, there's this aspect that you don't hear too much about. The ego is not a bad thing. When we hear the ego, some people start feeling like, oh, that means arrogant. That means, oh, you're, you know, just negative things when it comes to the ego. The ego is not a bad thing. The ego is doing what the ego does. The ego is trying its best as it's in contact with the outside world and trying to manage. However, there is low ego strength and high ego strength. Okay? You don't hear about that as much, but I'm going to break it down for you and talk to you about how that comes into play when you are in a season of yes and when you are, whether you are in a season of yes or not, or when you just really are just taking on so many responsibilities. So let's define what low ego strength looks like. So the characteristics of low ego strength are defensiveness, right? You're feeling like you have something to prove. You might be avoidant of certain things. Your self-esteem is low. Perhaps you even have a low sense of your own identity. High ego strength is you're more in control of your emotions, your responses, and your choices. You're not easily distracted. So what? You're focused. You're aligned, right? You're clear. You have clarity. And you're accepting of yourself. You're accepting of your talents, your abilities, and the things that you can do. And you take responsibility for your actions. Now you can move in and out of low ego strength and high ego strength throughout your life. We all do. Okay. It's not this one consistent way of being because there's always going to be something that might test that. It is a practice of mindfulness and being aware of, you know, how you're feeling, what's challenging you, because you will respond from that ego strength, whether it's low or high. So in my season of yes, or even in your own season of yes, or in whatever season you're in and you're doing the absolute most, I want you to think about what your ego is right now or in those moments. Is it low? Is it high? Right? Because when you are in a season of yes, or when you are doing so many things, think about why you're doing it. Do you have something to prove? That's low ego strength. Do you feel like your identity is lost? That's low ego strength. And you can get there because I've been there. Once you start taking on so many different roles and you start forgetting about who you are, 
right? Or maybe you just get so disconnected from whoever you are on that journey that you are responding from this place of lost. We're responding from a place of lost, and that's low ego strength. And that's just your contact with the world, and you're just trying to figure it out. So no guilt, no shame. We've all been there. That is what I was going through myself personally in my season of yes. When I reflected deeper and deeper, aligning myself with what was happening with my ego, I recognized that I felt like I had something to prove. And for what? For what? When I thought about it, I was like, Mandy, you have nothing to prove. But because I was operating from low ego strength, I was saying yes to things that I felt like, yes, I can do that. But did I have to? Absolutely did not have to because I had nothing to prove. But I started taking on more and more because I was operating from this place of low ego strength. I wasn't believing in my own talents and abilities, or maybe I did, but felt like I wanted to prove it to other people. I wanted to prove it to other people, and that can definitely a dangerous thing to do because it sends you down this rabbit hole of constantly needing to prove yourself to others. So in my low ego strength, I was saying yes to so many different things. But those were the things that were making me overwhelmed. And that's where I had to pause. And that's where I started having to do my undoing. Because as you're, you know, saying yes to things or you're having that, you know, loss of identity, your low ego strength is coming up and you're trying to figure things out, you can start seeing distractions as opportunities. Do you hear me? You can start seeing distractions as opportunities when you operate from low ego strength. So what that means is something comes across across your plate, comes across your view, and you go, ooh, that's shiny. That, that looked like it could, it could, it could help me or um, allow me to prove something, even though you don't really need to prove anything. So it, it can allow me to prove something. And that thing that you thought was an opportunity was actually a distraction. But because you were not aligned, because you were not uh, operating from high ego strength, that distraction came into your view and you went after it. And it happens it happens. This is to help you recognize it because it was something that I had to recognize and it happens to the best of us. I was seeing these things that I thought was opportunities, but really were distractions from what I truly needed to be doing and working on toward my goals and for myself. So I want you to take a moment to examine your ego right now. Now that you know the explanation of low ego strength, the characteristics of it, and the characteristics of high ego strength, meaning you're in control of your, of your emotions, your responses, your choices, you accept yourself and your talents and take responsibility. Where are you in terms of your, your ego right now? Is it low or is it high? Where are you operating from? Take a moment to just reflect on that. And there's no judgment, it's just an observation. It's just an observation. Examine what you have going on in your life right now and question those things. Why am I doing all these things? Why do I feel so overwhelmed? Why do I not have the time to really 
capitalize on my abilities and my talents? Why can't I see that what I have is enough? Why can't I see that? And why am I operating in a way that isn't allowing me to be in my high ego strength? You see, because when you operate in that low ego strength, you will start doing the absolute most. Now, I'm not just talking about if you're working or a career woman or whatever. It could be in any role that you're in. I experienced it as a mother. I experienced it as a wife. I experienced it as a friend. So examine your roles, all of them. Just take a moment. Notice where you feel the most overwhelmed. Notice the roles or or the environments that you feel like you're, you know, not your absolute best. And see what's going on there. How much are you doing in those roles to prove something to someone or something, right? It's just a reflection, just an observation. The lines can get very, very blurry when you're not aligned and things come across your table. Things come across that can seem like an opportunity. So getting aligned with who you are and operating from a place of high ego strength as much as you can and know that life is a practice, it's all practice, that can help you keep your path focused and clear. But you also need to undo all those things that aren't helpful for you, that aren't priorities for you. The other aspect of all this as Black women is that we do tend to take on a lot. Societal, environmental, there's so many factors, as we know, that make it where, for us Black women, taking a rest or taking a break or just doing the most seems like it's the way of life. Like we're not allowed to take a rest or break that we're supposed to be doing the most, we're supposed to take on all the roles as mom, as wife, as worker, and do it beautifully, right? And do it, you know, to the point where you're sacrificing yourself. Like that's where your worth is. Isn't that low ego strength? Isn't that low ego strength when we're lost in our roles, when we lose ourselves in our identity? And it doesn't mean you're not strong, It just means where are you operating from? And some of us, you know, we got to do what we got to do at times. But we are at this position in life right now with everything going on in the world and seeing how many people, especially Black women, are just honoring themselves. We can shift that mindset from doing the most as Black women to living with more intention and saying no to things that we don't want. Letting some things just release, right? Perhaps if you have support or help, getting some assistance in that. It does come down to boundaries too and really speaking up for what you need and identifying your limits. But know that it's all a practice, right? But as Black women, we need to honor ourselves, honor our rest, honor our right to not have to do the absolute most all the time. It's tiring. 
It's tiring. And it really, for me personally, took me a long time to realize what I was doing and how tired I was because you get on autopilot, especially if you haven't seen, um, you know, the women that raised you resting or prioritizing themselves or that they were lost in their own identities becomes this like generational thing. It is a generational thing. But you are at the cusp and at the end of your line. You are right there. How can you shift that mindset for yourself so that you can shift it for your daughters moving forward? So that you can shift it for just women around you, that you could still shift it for the elders and people that came before you who are still in your life. Because if they see you doing it, maybe they'll do it too. Maybe they'll see that, you know what, I can do that too. So it really is about a shift for us as Black women to recognize that we are worthy of not having to do all the damn things. So here is what I'm offering you. I'm offering you something I created called the Undoing Journal. It is free. The link is below for you to download. And it came about in my moment of desperation. All I wanted to do was undo. I was like, Manny, you're doing the most. It's time to undo the most. So I grabbed a pen and paper and I sat down at my desk and I created my undoing journal. And it helped me so much. My goodness. I got immediate clarity. Immediate clarity. I saw what my actual priorities were and how I was making things that weren't really priorities, priorities. Oh my gosh. I realized how much I was cooking and cleaning and taking kids to appointments and how much I was doing at work and all these things. And I remember thinking like, my goodness, like I really don't have to. Thankfully, I have support. I have a partner. My kids are older. Um, I'm able to use my voice at work and really just reduce some of that. Now, I created an action plan. It wasn't like, you know, snap a finger, things are better. No, I created a plan to phase that stuff out. And that's what you'll get in this journal as well, an action plan so that you can get clear on what matters and what's important and so that you can undo and focus on what really matters to you. If your self-care is at risk, if you're not able to work on your, your passion projects, you know, work on your growing in your career, work on whatever, because you're doing the most, it's time to undo. It's time to figure out what your priorities are. Start working on releasing those things that aren't so you can focus on what really matters to you. You deserve that. And with the new year approaching, this is a good time to check in with yourself. This is a good time to check in and adjust so that you're moving forward from a place of clarity and that you're aligned. But it starts now. It starts now with you sitting down with this free journal and undoing. Now, when you download the journal, I I send you emails to help support you throughout um, completing that journal. And I'm here for you. I'm here to answer any questions for you um, because I want you to be your best. I want all Black women to be their best. I'm always rooting for us all the time. But I see how tired we are too. 
I see how successful we are too and how audacious we are. But in so many ways, we're still doing the most. And it's okay to release some of those things. Give yourself that permission. Give yourself that permission to to do just that. Undo so you can shift your mindset from doing the most to living with more intention. So I'm so excited for you to download this journal and just really define your priorities. Release the excess and make space in your life for what you really want to do. Whether that's to do nothing, whether that's self-care or working on whatever, this is for you. It doesn't matter where you are in life or what you're doing. Download this journal and get some clarity on what matters to you. I really hope that you enjoyed this episode and that you download the journal and start getting things together for yourself. I also want to let you know that I am taking a break for the holidays and new episodes will return Wednesday, January 5th. However, in the meantime, I will be rewinding um, a couple of my most popular episodes um, so you can get a listen to those and get your fill of the Audacious Black Girl podcast, you know, in the meantime, between um, now and when the episodes air back January 5th. But I wish you all a happy holiday season, a happy new year, happy 2022, and your 2021 on a right note too. Make sure you take some time to really release and process your 2021, your 2020 probably because that pandemic is still here. Release all that so you can move into 2022 more aligned. Work on this journal so you can move into 2022 aligned and undoing so that you can be your absolute most audacious amazing black girl self all right y'all see you next year peace i would love to know your thoughts on today's episode you can reach me on instagram at audacious black girl shoot me a dm you can also find me on my website at www.audaciousblackgirl.com all this information will be in the show notes and don't forget to rate and review the podcast please subscribe so you can get all the updates for the podcast and join my audacious black girl tribe for weekly self-care support and tips peace